Hey, it's Pat. We've got some backstage passes because I want to meet you. We're doing an event in the middle of September where we're bringing some listeners together for some power networking. And then we're going to do the Idea Slam brainstorm just for the people on the call. It's free. It's fun. I cannot wait to meet you. But you got to sign up before all the spots are filled. Click the link and you're in. Okay, let's start the show. America's small business conversation is on the air. It's the Pat Miller Show. One hour exclusively for entrepreneurs to work on your business, not in it. It's time to solve problems, capture opportunities, and celebrate your wins. Powered by the Idea Collective small business community. This is the Pat Miller Show. Now your host... Pat Miller, the idea coach. Welcome into the Pat Miller Show. This is America's small business conversation. And on the show this week, we're going to cover a lot of different ground. We're going to start the show by talking about the pocketbook of your prospects. How much money do people actually have to buy your stuff? Right now, as a small business owner, we got to keep our finger on the pulse of their pocketbook. So we'll talk about that in just one minute because inflation is starting to rear its ugly head in some places that your customers can't change easily. We're also going to talk about the importance of sleep. This weekend, we get Monday off so we can maybe take an extra nap. Oh, those glorious weekend naps. But what I'm talking about is taking the time to sleep as a practice, because if we take care of our body and we have a really solid sleep schedule, we're going to build a better business. We're going to talk with Hallie Brooke, who helps entrepreneurs focus on their wellness so they can make more money. She's standing by. We're also going to celebrate with one of our friends, LZ Flinard. He wrote a new book called Flame Starter, The Art of Self-Mastery. So we're going to check in with him about his new book. So this weekend, we're really talking about self-improvement and making sure that we are ready to go when the starter's gun for everyone's life fires coming up on Tuesday. Because we've been stuck, as you heard me talk about last week, we've been stuck in this summer usage pattern where everyone that can is off at the lake house or going on vacation with the kids or hitting a golf ball or whatever they're into. They're really not thinking about buying stuff from you. But starting Tuesday, the kids will be back in school. Most of the vacations will be over and America will be focused once again on moving their life and their businesses forward. So hang in there. Tuesday's coming, and you got to be ready. To be ready, I want you to think about where America is right now with their pocketbook. Because if you're doing business with other small businesses, you're really helping them solve problems, and you're helping them manage their finances. Because if they buy from you, they can't buy something from someone else. So we have to be aware of how much money is floating around. And there are some big changes that are happening in the economy. There's a change with cars, and there are two different changes with mortgages that you need to be aware of. Let's talk about cars first. A lot of folks are going to buy a new car this weekend. And when they do, they're going to be surprised at the sticker shock. 
the average average new car in the United States right now is selling for around $48,000. $48,000. I mean, I'm not the oldest guy in America, but I remember getting a new car for like $24,000 thinking, wow, that's, this is a nice one. Like I got leather seats. No. The average new car is going for like $48,000. That's a ton. How could it be that high? It's being driven by trucks and SUVs. In fact, you know those contractors that have like the really fancy trucks? Those are bumping up on six figures now. They're really getting expensive. So when they go buy a new car, they're buying a new car on average at $48,000, which means the average car payment is now starting to approach, I can't even believe I'm saying this out loud, the average American car payment is showing up to nearly $1,000 a month. What? $1,000 a month for a car payment, and that car payment is going to last sometimes three, four, five. Some car payments are now seven years long. Seven, six, seven years, thousand bucks a month so they can drive an SUV or a truck. And if you need to do that, I'm not judging you. That's just the situation that we're in. Used cars are now at about twenty-five dollars to $28,000 on average. So take care of your cars, people. In fact, there's only one car that's brand new that costs less than $20,000. The Mitsubishi Mirage, less than $20,000. So the price of getting around has now reached a critical level. This is not a car show. This is a business show. But you need to know this because the people that you're selling to, either the individuals if you're B2C or the small business owners or business owners if they're B2B, I would imagine that like me and maybe like you, we're starting to feel those kinds of changes. Because if your car payment used to be three or $400 a month, and now it's eight or $900 a month, I don't care who you are. That is going to crimp the old cash flow. So that's what's going on with cars. If you're just joining us, this is the Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. And we're talking about the pocketbooks of our prospects because inflation is starting to show up. The other place that we're seeing prices go crazy is in the mortgage space. The cost of a new home is going way up, and partially that's because of supply. A report came out that said there's only a million single-family homes on the market in the entire country. This is a big old country for only a million homes to be on the market. But the real driver of real estate prices right now, or at least how much people pay for their homes, is interest rates. If you've looked into interest rates for a loan right now, you probably are doing the old cartoon double take where they look at something and the eyeballs go boing, 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 boing. That's what mortgage rates look like right now. Mortgage rates are, at least as of right now, approaching 8%, which is a multi-decade high 28-year 
record or 23 years. It's a long time since mortgage rates have been this high. So we're dealing with a low supply of houses and a high mortgage interest rate. Those two things combined are going to make you pay a lot for a house. So your monthly payment for cars are at astronomical levels. Your monthly payment for your home are at astronomical levels. And if you choose not to buy a house, rent is also crazy expensive right now. So where your customers live and what your customers drive, both of those things are costing more now than I can ever remember and maybe than ever before. Then there's one more thing I want to add to the mix, and this just kind of scares me a little bit. This is not a prediction. This is just an observation, but it gives me those strong 2008 vibes all over again. If you've been around in business since 2008, you remember 2008. Everything was great until it wasn't. And then everything fell apart because of mortgages. Well, Zillow, the online real estate site, also does mortgages. I didn't realize that. Zillow Home Loans. Well, Zillow is going to offer their customers the opportunity to take out a home loan. Okay, that's cool. But they're going to let them take out a home loan at 1% down. Freddie Mac, which is the most affordable way that I know of, is 3% down. Zillow's going to let you do it for 1% down. And then they're going to do a promotion where they put the other 2% down for you at closing. Pretty clever, I got to admit. But what happens when people who can only afford to put 1% down are buying houses that cost more than ever at interest rates that are higher than ever? Strong 2008 vibes. Again, not a prediction, just an observation. We're living in a world where the cost of money is going up, the cost of cars is going up, the cost of homes is going up. And if you're trying to sell something to your customers and they just don't seem as crazy as they used to be to whip out their credit cards and buy your stuff, I think that has something to do with it. So keep your antennas up. Coming up on the Pat Miller Show, we are going to check in with Hallie Brook because Hallie Brook is here to help you get well so you can make more money. Fitness for entrepreneurs. Hallie Brook is the expert. We're going to check in with her coming up on this edition of the Pat Miller Show. America's Small Business Conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. You're an expert in your own field, so why not get paid for it? Hey there, it's Wendy Babcock. My VIP paid speaker program is just the ticket you need to convert your knowledge into real income. No matter what size group you're speaking to, or if you don't have any products, books, or programs to sell, even if you're not a celebrity or a household name, from crafting your talk to finding and booking paid speaking gigs, get it all with Wendy's VIP paid speaker program. Keynote speakers can make anywhere from $2,500 to $7,500 bucks a talk. Together, we'll not only amp up your speaking game, you'll discover the ins and outs of finding and booking those lucrative gigs and get paid every time you step on stage. Right now, get 90 days of full access to the Paid Speaker Vault and a direct line to Wendy, plus a bonus, an immersive three-hour VIP day 
day with Wendy to create your online profiles that event hosts simply can't resist. Don't wait. Sign up now at VIPPaidSpeaker.com. VIPPaidSpeaker.com. You have a brand. Your business's brand is one of the most important things on your plate. As a business owner, you keep up with the trends. So what's hot these days? It's live events. Owning your small business combined with speaking at live events positions you as the expert in your field. That's where Bankable Events comes into play. Bankable Events is an event advisory and management firm with a primary focus on maximum conversion events. With more than 4,000 live events under their belt, they have the expertise to design face-to-face events that get your audience pumped up and generate profits. The minute you partner with Bankable Events, they'll start creating a customer customized strategy to take you from idea to income. Just think of the opportunities ahead for you. Call 303-550-1123 or head to bankableevents.com. Join over 1,000 other small business owners and CEOs who use Bankable Events to build community and drive revenue. That's bankableevents.com. Now, America's small business conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation, where we have one goal to help you build a bigger and more fulfilling business. So we bring on smart people to teach us things, and we're bringing back one of our favorite guests because she has another way that you can make more money by taking care of you. So welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, Hallie Brook, founder and CEO of Live Nourished Coaching. Hallie, great to talk with you again. How are you today? (laughs) Pat's always a joy to be on with you. I'm great, except that I'm a little sleepy because ironically, we're talking about how sleep will optimize your business performance. And I didn't sleep great last night because we had the epic thunderstorm of the century and my dog was freaking out all night long. So, you know, real life. Yeah, real life that actually fits into what we're talking about because you may feel what it's like if you don't get enough sleep as an entrepreneur. So we want to help people make more money by being a better business operator. Sleep plays a big role in that. Tell us about it. Yeah, so we all know that sleep is so crucially important. Without good sleep, our brains are not able to function properly. So without good sleep, we can't maintain the pathways in our brain that let us learn and create new ideas and create memories. And it's also harder to respond quickly and to concentrate, which obviously when we're running a business are all super crucial things to be able to create, to be able to concentrate, to be able to respond quickly. And if we're tired, we cannot do those things which means we are going to struggle more to run our business, which means we're going to be less profitable. I would imagine you know this data, but if you don't get enough sleep, how much does it inhibit your performance? What kind of growth can we see if we start to take care of our sleep? Significant growth. So with just three nights in a row of inadequate sleep and different people need different things, the range is anywhere from six to 10 hours of sleep. Your body is different. I'm a nine and a halfer, which is like, maddening to me. I would love to be a five hour sleeper. Like if I could sleep (laughs) for five hours and wake up and be great, it would be awesome. I'm a nine and a half hour sleeper. Um, but the thing is when I get, when I don't get that nine and a half hours, I feel myself decline. So for every 10% of whatever your body's needs are that you lose. So 10% of your sleep, you lose 30% of your retention and brain function which is pretty wild. Yeah. That's a lot. And our brains are so massively powerful that we don't really feel a 30% drop that much. Like, like we're not struggling. You know, if you're a new mom, you know, you've lost 
significant hours of sleep. And so you're at, you know, 10% of your brain function and you feel that. But we don't feel those drops quite as significantly because we have such a giant brain that is functioning so heavily um, or so highly. But we are losing the ability to make quick decisions. We are losing the ability to concentrate. We are losing the ability to respond. And we're losing the ability to process our memories, process our thoughts. And this is why I love having you on the show. If you don't get enough sleep, you lose 30% of what you could be doing, which is just brilliant. So now that we know the problem, let's talk about the solution. So Mm -hmm. how do we go about having a great sleep schedule and practice so we can be running at our optimum levels as we build? Yeah. So a huge part of it is having a solid evening wind down routine. Um, you know, not the the common things that you always hear about, not having blue light screens, making sure that you have a wind down routine, having your bedroom be dark at night. Like those are kind of the common things, but I like to put the why behind it. So why are you doing that? Why are you getting off your phone two hours before bed? Because as business owners, it's really easy to check our email or do that one other thing. Well, why are you doing this? When we sleep, our brain processes thoughts from the day, stores them as memory and helps build new neurons. And as business owners, we are always creating new thoughts, creating new ideas, et cetera. And so when we just run all day long and then crash into bed, what happens is our brains spin. So we then spend two to three hours in bed wide awake with all of our thoughts racing through our brain. And the thing is that might feel productive, but you are not allowing your brain to take those thoughts and process them and turn them into something that you can actually do something with. What's happening is you're just consciously thinking of them. And then as soon as you do fall asleep, a lot of entrepreneurs can probably think about this, those thoughts are gone. And they wake up in the morning and they go, oh, shoot, I had a brilliant thought last night and now it's gone. (laughs) And it's because your brain didn't have any time to process that. So if you spend that time, if you actually set aside that time to wind down, to get rid of that blue light, to have a piece of paper by your bed to write down all your thoughts, then while you sleep for your six to nine and a half hours, your brain can process those. And when you wake up in the morning, you're ready to do something with those thoughts instead of just absolutely wasting that time. So we're talking with Hallie Brook, the CEO and founder of Live Nourish Coaching, about making you a better business owner by allowing you to sleep the way that you should. So whenever she comes on, we're talking about how we can be a better operator. So as we talk about sleep, how do we set our wake time? Is there mm-hmm. research or information about people that say you should get up at four, five, six, seven, or should it be when you naturally wake up if you have the luxury to choose? Yeah. So here's here's how I answer that question, which is probably a little bit different. Most of us could probably tell you how many hours of sleep we need to function optimally. We know if I, like, I sleep nine and a half hours, I feel great. I sleep seven, I feel like trash. And so what I do is I know I know what my next day is is looking like. And so I back time that. But instead of setting an alarm, I actually set a timer. So I know that nine and a half hours is what I need. And I will set a timer for nine and a half hours. And when that timer goes off, I'm usually waking up a couple minutes before that timer naturally. And I feel fantastic. If I set an alarm for earlier than that, like if I set an alarm for eight hours, I will wake up with my alarm and it'll take me 15 minutes to like pry my eyes open and figure (laughs) out where I'm at. I'm not a morning person. Some people are. Um, But you know, there's all the like, you know, effective habits of highly effective people get up at 5 a.m. and work out and do all these things. Those are great things, but sleep is actually the most important one. So if you're going to get up at 5 a.m., you need to back time that timer so that you are getting the amount of sleep that your body needs 
um, so that you can be an optimal performer. If you're the business, you need to perform optimally. And I think it's part of this conversation, even though it doesn't have something to do with sleep, how do you start your day or how do you recommend your clients start their day so they get all the sleep they need and then they do what they should in the morning to make sure that they really are ready when they dive into their business? Yeah. So a a piece of that is, are you a morning person or are you a night person? And knowing that about yourself, especially as business owners and entrepreneurs, we very likely have the luxury to design our own schedule. If you're working for a boss, you probably don't. But if you're a business owner, you do. And so for me, I know that I function better in the afternoon and evening than I do in the morning. I would love to be a morning person. I am just not. So my workday starts at 10. That's when I'm in my office. I'm usually getting up around eight, which is like super late for some people, but that's what I need in order to function normally. I can get up before that, but I'm not productive and I'm not focused. So I get up at eight. I do five minutes of movement. I get out in the sunshine um, and get some sunshine in my eyes to help me wake myself up. I drink water with electrolytes. I go for a walk around my block. Then I have breakfast and I do my meditation and prayer. And then I, I walk into my office and I'm ready to go. Um, if you're a morning person, back that up a little bit. If you're not a morning person, slide that down a little bit. As business owners, we get to say my day starts at 10 or my day starts at eight. So set yourself up instead of by cultural norms, by the norms that you need. Such an empowering conversation and something we all need to remember we get to set our schedule. Always a great time talking with Hallie Brook, founder and CEO of Live Nourished Coaching. Hallie, thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. I enjoyed it. Pat, it was wonderful to be here. Thank you. Coming up on the show, we're going to do an idea slam, my favorite thing to do. We've got a guest that has a new program that she needs to get in front of her target audience. If you've ever launched something and you want to sell it, you want some ideas on how to get out there and get your new program in front of your customers, we're going to brainstorm all about that coming up next on this edition of The Pat Miller Show. Thanks for tuning in. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Developing your business is a journey, so make sure and bring along a trusted sidekick. As your business grows, Sidekick Accounting will be there. Sidekick Accounting's core services help take the confusion out of bookkeeping, tax preparation, and tax planning. Who's going to keep track of all those pesky receipts and invoices? Well, Sidekick Accounting has things covered as you grow your version of business success. So whether your small business is a side hustle or a conduit to freedom and owning your own business in time, get in touch with a trusted Sidekick. Sidekick Accounting. There are expert advisors waiting to hear from you now. Feel free to call or send a text message to 414-310-7689. That's 414 414- 310-7689. You can find them on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, or visit sidekick-accounting.com. Remember, developing your business is a journey, so bring along a trusted sidekick. Now, America's small business conversation continues on the Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. We bring people together so we can walk on our small business journey together. And we get to do something today that we don't get to do as often as I would like. We're going to do some brainstorming live without a net. And joining us today, Brienne Hennessy, the voice activator from Your Vocal Vitality. Brienne, welcome to the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? Thank you so much, Pat. It is a delight to be here. I am doing fantastic and very aware of 
all the exciting things we're going to talk about. Oh, well, I can't wait to hear all about it. We get to do some brainstorming. So what's on your mind? Tell us what you're doing and how we can help. Most recently, one of my big accomplishments was to create my first course. And this course is specifically to start for educators. And it's a voice health and speaking power course for educators. Many people may not realize, but educators are considered professional voice users, as are sales folks, entrepreneurs, coaches, many professions, but educators in particular are at higher risk for voice issues. And so this course is the preventative wellness approach and my unique blend to create a space where they can condition their voice just as an athlete would condition their body and prepare for their school year. Is there an awareness gap there that teachers and educators don't realize that they need to be doing this? There is. It's uh, one of the most studied and researched areas in voice science and voice research. They are very well studied. However, that gap comes into play when we get the word out to teachers, often too little too late. So for example, Mm. for 14 years, I worked in voice clinics across the country specializing in this. And every fall, we're we're getting there soon, it's August, every fall about October, we'd have an influx of teachers because they would come from their summer of less voice use overall and jump right into that school year. And most times you would hear things like, I wish I would have known. Why didn't anybody tell me this? (laughs) Which is so fascinating because they go into this profession knowing that That is part of the job. This asset is required to do their Mm -hmm. job. So that's the biggest gap that I see with it. You've got a great new course for educators. So what's on your mind? What's missing and how is this not taking over the world yet? To me, it's a matter of reaching people and meeting them where they are. So wondering how best to do that while also disseminating it in a way that it reaches the most people. Teachers are already overworked have a lot going on in their life and not always given the credit that they deserve. And so this is meant to be both a wellness and self-care tool. And yet I feel like I'm not seeing the best way to get it out to teachers. Is it through districts so that it's covered in their health benefits? Is it direct to teacher organizations? Something about the, the distribution piece I'm getting hung up on. Okay. Let's talk through it. Is it a digital do-it-yourself kind of pacing course? Mm-hmm. Is it a coach-led course. Tell us about the structure of the course. Absolutely. It's a hybrid of primarily self-led with some live Q&As with me at strategic times throughout the course. Mm -hmm. The course itself is meant to be completed within 25 days. It has less than 15 minute on average modules, lessons for each day to honor their time and their attention. And it is something that will be a community, as it were. Most courses, we know people A, don't finish or B, don't have the accountability. And so the accountability actually stretches through the school year so that they're part of a community where they're receiving reminders. Hey, do this warm up in module XYZ or remember this piece as we're getting back from spring break. Those kind of things Mm -hmm. are built in. But the course itself is is self-led. I love the idea of self-led. But in the self-led course, currently, are you hardwired with the Q&A that after chapter four, they have to come talk to you after chapter six? Or is it independently self-led and then you just have Q&As throughout the month? It The intention would be to have the Q&As at certain times throughout the month that they could come and drop in. And 
Mm-hmm. That would be the answer. Okay, so anyone could join at any one time, and then they can join your Q&As. That's fantastic. Correct. Okay, so that way it's independent. The first thing that comes to mind for me about getting the word out is, I think you're right on, teachers are in a hive. If one teacher starts feeling better, it may spread to other teachers. So when you talk about districts or schools or groups, that is a great way to go about it. Is there a style of teacher or a grade level of teacher that is more susceptible to having vocal issues than others? Yeah, great question. The research primarily focuses on K through 12. And while I have worked with a lot of university and college professors as well, this is primarily geared towards those K through 12 folks who have such a heavy load, vocal load for such a long period of time, six, seven, eight hours a day for their workday alone. Maybe you could go after a smaller market to try and get a foothold Mm. and go after the teachers that also coach. Ah. The teachers that do volleyball after school, that do cheerleading after school, they teach a full load and then they scream for hours at night. They do. And they're going to be extra susceptible. So could you do a positioning for this course as the extracurricular coach or for the folks that are putting their voice on overdrive. So you're going after a subset because here's the hard thing. When you have a new product and you take it to market and it can help a million people, you got to find 10 people to help first. So that way you can help a hundred people and then a thousand people and then a million people. Because if you try and reach a million out of the gate, you're where you are, which is I can help all these people, but I don't know who to help first. Right. That would be awesome. So that'd be the first thing. I love that. Maybe there's a way you could go there. So let's talk about how that would look. How would you coach, like coach me like I'm coaching the JV football team Uh, and I'm having a little bit of a rough vocal voice day today anyway, because I'm kind of worn out. Mm -hmm. Are there any exercises you would tell someone or anything that you could quickly give someone who has to leave school and then go scream for an hour? A, what can they do instead of screaming? How many non-vocal things can they use? Megaphone, microphone, portable microphones, delegate, signage, cowbells. Could be, everybody knows we need more cowbell. So it can be any of those things. In addition, because we have to be strategic with this, in addition to sprinkling in what I call voice maps during the day. So this could be something as simple as five, 10 minutes, about every hour when possible. And yes, warming up the voice. It's not enough to think, I've been talking all day. My voice is quote unquote warmed up. If the talking itself hasn't been as efficient, like you were mentioning, Pat, if your voice is already fatigued, that's not warmed up. That's it running on fumes. And so the the easiest thing to do is to start to build in these timed, and by timed, I mean when you're going to do them like a routine, easy warm-ups. There's lots of different sounds we can make. We can hum, we can do lip trills, we can do lots of fun and interesting sounds. But the important thing is, is that it's done in a quality, not quantity matter. Mm -hmm. This is great stuff. And it's going to help a lot of people. If you're just joining us, we're brainstorming with Brienne Hennessy, who's the voice activator for Your Vocal Vitality. She's created a course for educators K through 12 so they can develop their vocal skills. That way they can stay healthy and productive throughout the year. So as we wrap up this portion of the brainstorming, we're just chipping off a part of where you might be able to go. And to make this come to life, I would consider seasonal campaigns based on the sports that are being fired up. Uh, So in September, you're now going after 
basketball coaches because they're not going to start coaching till you know October November and then in December you're talking to baseball or cross country or whatever it might be that start in the spring and you get really granular and really narrow with your marketing and you start there and when the JV volleyball coach is sitting in the break room and telling someone what a difference you made that's going to give you the opportunity to grow into different sectors of the business. Last thing that I would consider is creating a very focused series of gifts. That's why I was asking you about things you could teach. Ah. 10 things every volleyball coach should know before the season begins. Critical warm-ups for the coach, not the players. Finding ways to give a gift to someone in exchange for their email address. That's the game. Because once you have that, you can send them uh, chapter one for free and let them evaluate chapter one. Would you like to keep going? I would love, yes, that is like, I would love to do that. I just want people to like play with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. I love that. I love that so much. So what you want to do is understand what you can give them, get their email address, and then romance them into chapter one, Mm -hmm. then invite them to have their credit card put down for the rest. Mm -hmm. But it's a beautiful program, and I know you're going to help a lot of people. And as someone that talks for a living, I wish I had the program, so I wish you a lot of luck with it. But it's always instructional to think about what's the smallest viable audience you can go after, then to unlock a bigger audience. Congratulations on the launch, Brienne Hennessy. Thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. It's great talking with you. Thank you. I'm telling you, I love doing the Idea Slam brainstorms. That's what we do inside the Idea Collective for small business owners. This show is really an extension of that community. I'm on the planet to show up and help small business owners win. And the main way that I do that is inside this online community for solopreneurs and small business owners so they don't have to grow it alone. If you're sitting around right now thinking, you know what, I would really love to have a group of like-minded entrepreneurs around me. I would love to be able to ask Pat questions so I could get some ideas for my small business. Well, we do that twice a week, every week inside the Idea Collective. And we have hundreds of other small business owners that want to help you win. Learn more about the Idea Collective at ideacollectiveincubator.com. That's ideacollectiveincubator.com. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. We're checking in with Elsie Flinard about his new book coming up next on The Pat Miller Show. America's small business conversation continues next on The Pat Miller Show. Krista Morrissey for Choices Coaching and Consulting. Do you know where most small businesses go wrong? They invest in everything except their leaders. But through strong leaders comes strong business. Are you doing it wrong? Most small businesses focus on production and numbers. Production and numbers come through strong, resilient leaders. And strong leaders strengthen culture. They strengthen your resiliency and they strengthen your bottom line. I developed strong, resilient leaders who will drive your business. It is time for you to refocus your investment. Go to choicescoachingconsulting.com and let's you and I start the conversation now before someone else invests in your leaders. When you invest in your leaders, you invest in the bottom line of your business. Connect with Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com. Act now. Krista at choicescoachingconsulting.com.
Are you a woman who needs to protect and grow your business? Or do you have a secret dream to start one? I bet you do. If you don't have a lawyer on your side, you may be putting your family and personal assets at risk. I know, I know. You might be avoiding lawyers because they seem overwhelming or intimidating. That's why you have to meet the team at Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. This all-woman team of talented lawyers are the most approachable, knowledgeable, and friendly team you'll ever meet. They exist solely to support women business owners who often go without the legal support they truly need. In 2023, they want to help 223 women create a solid legal foundation for their business. The first 100 women who mention this ad will receive over $100 off of their LLC starter package. Visit Athena Legal Solutions, LLC.com. Now, America's Small Business Conversation continues on The Pat Miller Show. Welcome back to The Pat Miller Show, America's Small Business Conversation. And a friend of ours, a friend of the show, has written a new book. So we're going to do a small business celebration, hear all about this book, not simply because he did it, but because the content is something that might be able to help you. Let's welcome back to the show, LZ Flanard III, the mayor of Podcast Town. LZ, it's great to see you again on the Pat Miller Show. How are you today? I am fantastic, Pat. Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad you're back, and I'm just in awe that you finished your book and put it out with the world. Let's do a small business celebration. What's the name of the book, and tell us all about it. The name of the book is Flame Starter: The Art of Self-Mastery. And I wrote this book for entrepreneurs to help prevent them from burning out. I got to the point where I was doing too many things, too many different angles and projects, and I got sick. I physically shut down and could not do it anymore. And so I want to help prevent other people from facing that same um, that same choice, right, um, of being around to see your kids grow up or just working yourself literally to death. Burnout is a real thing. And it can get really dangerous. Before we talk about what the book teaches us and can help us avoid it, I didn't know that you hit that point. What happened to you and how bad did it get? Mm-hmm. So I, I have or had what, what's called Graves' disease, and it can be caused by extreme levels of stress, um, among, among other factors. But um, one day I woke up and I was just dragging, like zero energy, couldn't really get motivated, like my, my mood was off and just really, really lethargic. And, um, and, and, you know, me, Pat, I'm, I'm a, I'm a doer. Um, and so I would get up, I would go to work, I would do all the things I would show up the way I needed to show up. And after a, um, a few months of that, my body literally shut down. And so I, I go to the doctor and they told me, they, they said, look, we drew your blood and you, your numbers are so bad you need to start on this medication now. Like, don't even go home. Go straight to the pharmacy wow. and get the get this medicine. It's, it's that bad. And uh, what they call, a, uh, they call it a thyroid storm, right? It's like a 50-50 survival rate, right, if you have this thing. And, and my doctor said, look, go straight to the pharmacy and get this medicine. It's, it was that dire. And so 
again, it got to the point where it's like, okay, I can't, I have to make a choice. I can't do both. And so I made the choice to reflect, reset and re, uh, refresh, right. And, and really get my life on the right track because it was going in the wrong direction. Burnout can send you there and you ended up there. And this book now helps people prevent it. Is that what we're doing here? So if someone's feeling like they're being ground down and they're stuck in the mud and they, they're starting to feel that desperation and fatigue and frustration that burnout brings, what will we learn when we read the book? The biggest thing that the book helps with is understanding who you are, what makes you tick, what you do not like, what your triggers are, what makes you happy versus what gives you joy. Those are not the same thing. Mm. Um, and really understanding when it's time for you to take a step back. It'll teach you how to say no. It'll teach you how to end things that are not serving you anymore. And it helps you really remain and keep centered, right? Because that was my issue is I wasn't centered. Um, my focus was in the wrong places and I, I wasn't listening to my body. We're talking with LZ Flinard III, the mayor of Podcast Town, just released a new book, Flame Starter, The Art of Self-Mastery. I've known you for a little bit, and you're such a nice guy. Was one of your problems telling people no and having strong boundaries and being able to do what you needed to do to protect yourself and not to spoil too much of the book, but how do we get that superpower so we can protect ourselves and our mental health? Yes, for sure. I've now learned that no is a complete sentence and it's okay. And I've also learned to understand when relationships, when projects, when businesses have run their course and being able to say goodbye when you need to say goodbye and understanding really that hurting people is not avoidable. You know, whether you leave too soon, you're going to hurt people. If you stay too long, probably still going to hurt people. You just can't avoid it. The best you can do is moving on when it's right, right? Because when you stay too long, that's when people really get hurt and it gets really nasty and, and negative. So one of the things that the, the book talks about is being open to being shaped, being open to getting those insights, that wisdom from people who see you, see your situation from a different perspective, and also grabbing the lesson. There are no failures, but uh, if we fail to grab the lesson, then we tend to repeat the same mistakes over and over again. So those those would be the top two. I call them LZisms, right? In the book <laughs> that help us to really keep track of where we are and where we're going. It's a powerful story that I know a lot of people will resonate with. I want you to reflect. When you went to the doctor, you had to go to the pharmacy to get the medicine right away. And as you started to dig yourself out of where you were, can you remember one of the lessons that showed you the way or one of the folks that you talked to that made you go, oh, that's how I'm going to get back to being myself again? Yeah, the, the biggest thing for me is I, I have what, what I call a joy meter. And if on the joy meter, so a scale from zero to 10, <laughs> if it dips below a seven, I don't do it. Now, that includes people, that includes projects, that includes everything. If you don't at least register at a seven, it's not even a consideration, right? And if you were an eight, but now you're a seven, then we, we have to have that conversation, right? And that, that could be clients, that could be, um, again, projects. And that kind of helped me 
really understand, right, the difference between being happy and having joy. Um, you can be happy and not have joy. And you can have joy but not be happy. Um, and so that lesson kind of taught me um, how to keep myself in the center. Where do we get the book? Right now you can get it from Amazon. That's the easiest place to, to grab it. It's a really great conversation. And while we build on this show new ways to make money and new ways to have sales and distribute new products and make a bigger impact in the world, at the end of the day, it all comes back to us and the life that we choose to live. And if building your business is wearing you out, what's left? It's a great conversation. I wish you a lot of luck with the book. Congratulations. Elzie Flanard III, mayor of Podcast Town, pick up his new book. Elzie, thanks for coming on the Pat Miller Show. Always great to talk with you. I appreciate you having me, Pat. That does it for this edition of the Pat Miller Show, America's small business conversation. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. And if you're thinking, you know what? What if I could hear this show more often? I kind of like this vibe. Well, we've launched a new project called Small Business Mornings. I'm doing, from what I can tell, the only live daily show exclusively for solopreneurs and small business owners. You can check out the show and you can join us 9 a.m. Central every weekday at smallbusinessmornings.com. That's smallbusinessmornings.com. I'm Pat Miller, the Idea Coach. We'll see you back here next week. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to The Pat Miller Show. See patmillershow.com for more information on today's guests, events, and the Idea Collective small business community. A worldwide group working together to fight fear, inexperience, and isolation for small business owners everywhere. Join us next week for The Pat Miller Show. And remember, get clear, work hard, and never quit. Guests on The Pat Miller Show have agreed prior to appearing that they are receiving consultation and advice that they may or may not use at their own risk. No part of the show should replace accounting, tax, or legal advice.